Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Is there anyone here who does believe Luke and Lindsay hooked up? That's obvious. You're attacking my character. I wasn't attacking your character. What you call gossip is literal talking you, Danielle. You let a girl that took bullets for you find out about your engagement on Instagram. I would think that would make you question your friendship. What friendship? You said that I have a drug problem and a podcast. I never said that. Are you kidding me? You're the fakest friend I've There's something I want to clear up. Um, that is the most f***ed up thing. Ooh, you guys, that was a clip from the Summer House reunion trailer. I'm so excited. We're finally getting a reunion in studio with Andy Cohen, and it looks excellent. And we're going to be talking about the finale uh, in just a couple minutes. But I just have to say a few things about that reunion trailer which again looks fantastic. At the end, Luke's saying, I got to clear something up. And I bet you, I bet you it's going to be a lot of nothing with that Luke clearing something up. I just feel like he's going to say something super Midwestern and, you know, they're trying to make it into something dramatic. But I do think we're going to get a lot of drama from this reunion. It seems like it's everyone against Hannah. And that's not surprising after we've watched this whole season. It seems like there's a big divide in the house and there's two walk-offs in this reunion trailer, which I can't wait. They're also uh, still leaning into the Luke and Lindsay of it all, which I don't think is anything. I don't think Luke and Lindsay hooked up. I think maybe they're setting us up for some future hookup or something like that. Uh, But I don't actually believe that they had any sort of fling. But I'm happy if they're going to keep making it seem like something's going on. You know, give us the drama. We like it. Also, Paige finally gets in the mix. We've been waiting for Paige to sort of speak up, and she gets into it with Lindsay. She gets into it with Danielle. Fuck you, Danielle. Like the way she said it. I don't know if that's a good impression, but fuck you, Danielle. Like it's so animated. I love it. Uh, they And Danielle too. I'm happy she's getting in the mix because you know I'm loving Danielle so much, especially this last episode when I'm seeing her and Robert together. I just want the best for those two kids. I love them and I want Danielle back. She's become the voice of reason in the house and I can't do it without her. I can't. You know, I always thought that Danielle... <laughs> previous seasons, I thought Danielle didn't need to be there. She never got in the mix. And now I need her in this house. And Robert, too. I'm in love with Robert. Who knew? Who knew watching him cook in the finale? And uh, he seems so nice. I like the tattoos, too. I love all of it. I love every single bit. But so I'm happy Danielle and Paige are getting in the mix. Now, there is something that happens in the trailer that's sort of loosely related to everything iconic. And it's that drug accusation. Normally, I love a drug accusation in a reunion. However, this time it makes me feel a little weird because I'm loosely involved because what Carl is referring to, he says to Hannah, you know, you said I had a drug problem or something on a podcast. And you guys, that I believe we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to watch what happens live. But I believe he's talking about a 2019 interview I did with Hannah when she was on Everything Iconic 
And she said this thing about the house doing Adderall and specifically Carl. Now, I was going to play the clip, but I feel kind of gross. And it's, I don't know. I I don't like being kind of like associated with all that. You know, I like kind of commenting from afar. Uh, But you can check it out. I think if you go back and listen to the podcast, it might not be as exciting as you, uh, as it's built up to be. But there are some accounts posting clips and stuff. And boy, am I getting an earful from you guys. You know, some of you have reached out and said, how dare you, Danny? How dare you? Now, I just want to say, if you go back and listen to it, I didn't say, hey, does Carl have an Adderall problem? Never once. All I said was that I can't believe they're fresh as a daisy after drinking the next day, because in one of the episodes that I was talking to her about, they went out at night, and then the next morning they were drinking at brunch. And I said, I don't even know how you guys do that. And then she said the thing about the Carl. So it wasn't like I was trying to give someone a platform. I I don't know. You know, everyone feels differently. And it seems like the summer house has, I I haven't seen anything quite like it. It feels like we're at this peak with Hannah where everyone hates her. I've never seen anything like there's threads out the wazoo, (laughs) threads out the wazoo on social media about people hating Hannah. And here's the thing that I worry or think about. So many people are saying they can't see her again on TV. Can't do it. But there is one thing I know, and that's reality TV. They love people who are loved, and they love people who are hated. What they don't love are the people who are sort of in between who we have no feeling about. And so I worry that this vitriol that people are having online about this woman, who, by the way, again, I would just like to repeat that I have been Team Kyle and Amanda this season. But I'm just saying all of this vitriol, I feel like will just make Bravo uh, be excited to have Hannah back. So I feel like everyone who wants her gone, it's just doing the opposite effect because truly, I mean, every single thing online about Summerhouse is about how people hate Hannah. I've never seen anything like it. And so I don't know. The only other thing that I'm also thinking about is that the house seems so divided. And because this show is about this group of friends It might be hard to bring her back. However, in the finale episode, it seemed like everyone was good with each other at the end of the episode. So maybe, uh, I'm sure they could probably get another season, and I bet you she'll be back, and they'll get another season. Everyone will make up, and maybe they'll either continue to make up next season, or the divide will be further, furthered. Uh, But, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I guess we're going to have to go to bravotv.com to see what happens. I feel like we're just peaking with Summer House, and it's been such a great season, and I hope the peak keeps going, because I think it's been great TV, it's something we're all chatting about. So from just a viewer audience standpoint, I'm excited, and I'm hopeful that we get at least one more season, because we know with these shows, they usually peak, and then they start to go downhill a little bit like Vanderpump Rules, and then maybe we have other highs and lows. Uh, but there's usually like one season where everything kind of comes to a head and it's just flawless TV. And I really believe this season has been fantastic. Uh, so what else do we got to talk about? Oh, so yeah, that Carl drug accusation thing. Uh, you know, I am sorry that that happened on the show. You know, I get it. You know, people are upset. But uh, yeah, I'm sorry. And we'll have to wait and see how it plays out too on the show. We'll keep our eye on it. I get anxious, though. Everyone was, like, tagging me, and it gets me my anxiety up. I'm an anxious person anyway. You guys know that. And so I think it was on Friday when this trailer came out and some of the accounts. I initially had posted about it. I was, like, on Twitter, I said, this is uh, something that happened on my show. But then I got nervous. Everyone's tagging me, and I was getting messages that were uh, some people team Hannah, some people team the other who were yelling at me, some people. I just, it was a lot for me to handle. 
It was a lot. So I just retreated and I watched like NSYNC videos online, which is what I do. That's how I relieve my, <laughs> relieve my stress. Anyway, uh, the other thing I want to mention about the reunion trailer is Sierra. Sierra. Now, I have some thoughts about Sierra on this finale. She's gorgeous scale. She seems like a lovely woman, but she doesn't even speak in the reunion trailer. I don't believe she says much of anything. Uh, she's just sort of there, and she has hitched her wagon to Hannah this season, which I don't think was the right move. I'm not sure. You know, she might not have realized how it was going to play out on camera. And yeah, maybe they got along and we there were things we didn't see or something, but uh, it's interesting to me. Uh, because Hannah seemingly does have this ally in Sierra, which Sierra's going to be on that Winter House spinoff. So that also leads me to believe that this cast can come together for another season because Hannah's also very close with Paige, who's very close with Amanda. So I don't know, you guys. I think the cast might be almost the same next season. I would believe that. My w- real worry is Danielle. I don't want them to get rid of Danielle because I love her so much. So that's what I'm really concerned about. But, you know, I, I could be wrong. We'll have to wait and see. But speaking of Sierra, I want to talk about this finale. Sierra in the finale, you guys. She had poop in the toilet. I'm sorry to say that she had poop in the toilet. Did you catch this? I don't know who was in her room. Maybe it was Hannah or someone was going into Sierra's bathroom. And she's like, oh, hold on. Don't go in there. And the person was like, what? What do you mean? And Sierra's like, I don't know if I flushed. You guys, she didn't know if she flushed. How do you not know? if? Why didn't you flush? Let's break this down. Sit tight. We're going to break this down. I'm sorry if you don't want to hear about poop, but we got to talk about it because I have so many questions. Now, I was thinking, like, why wouldn't you flush the toilet? What would be the reasons why Sierra would go into the restroom, drop out a deuce, and then not flush it? Now, the first thing that came into my head is they're on a TV show, so maybe it was happening... And these people are miked. Maybe she went in there and she didn't want to flush because she didn't want the sound guys to be like listening or to know that she uh, let out a deuce. (laughs) I can't think of a better way to say this. You know, I'm trying to think of a better, what's a better way to say that? Like let out a number two. She did number two. That's like what my mom says. She did a number two. Uh, But so I thought maybe she didn't want the sound guys to pick it up. But then I saw this interview. I believe it was with Paige. Forgive me if I'm wrong. But I think uh, it was Paige who said, when they go into the restroom, she'll tell the sound guys, like, turn off my mic or don't listen to this so that she can go peacefully to the bathroom. So I thought maybe that's what Sierra did. But maybe she didn't know to tell the sound guys to turn off the mic. So she just didn't want to flush. She didn't want anyone to pick it up. But then that doesn't really make any sense because then they could still hear her going to the restroom. Do you know what I'm saying? So I don't believe that to be the case. Now, I couldn't think of any other reasons why she wouldn't flush the toilet. Unless maybe a plumbing problem, but we haven't heard of anyone else having a plumbing problem. And it was seemingly fixed because she's like, oh, hold on, let me go flush it. But you guys, what was that? In the room, I've been very forgiving about the room. You know, I've been critical about the bed. Everything on that bed, it's like 10 times worse than Sonia Morgan's bed. I mean, it's like she's doing a yard sale on that bed. She never cleans it. Everything just keeps building up like we're on an episode of Hoarders. But we've been forgiving because she said she's a nurse in the pandemic. And she's talking about how stressful her life is. We see photos on screen that editors pop up of Sierra working with double face masks in the hospital in the pandemic. So we've all said, you know what? We got to give Sierra some leeway, some grace, because she's been doing the Lord's work during this time in American history, in world history. And so we've all been forgiving of the bed a little bit. But you guys, I don't know that I could be so forgiving about not flushing the toilet. What is that? What the fuck? What the fuck? 
I couldn't believe my eyes and ears. And by the way, I do believe it's probably really bad in the house because the Bravo editors, they left that in there. Whereas if it was somebody else, if the person wasn't ordinarily um, doing stuff like that, then I don't believe they would have left that in. Because normally they cut out like the, the bathroom stuff, the poop stuff. But for some reason, those Bravo editors decided to leave that little moment in. And I don't know if they were trying to tell us subliminally, like this has happened a lot, or maybe it was accident. I don't believe it to be accidental that they left that little moment in. I don't believe that to be true. Um, but it's interesting to see Era gorgeous and seemingly a lovely, normal human being. She hasn't really gotten in the mix. And the only things we've really gotten out of her is that she left the poop in the toilet. I mean, that's like my lasting impression at the end of this season. She had a couple moments. I know. I guess she had the Luke uh, moment where she she was yelling at him. But I don't know, you guys. I'm sorry. How many minutes did we just spend on Sierra's dump? How many minutes? I'm sorry, you guys. I know you don't tune into that. I know. I'm sorry to talk about her. Um, her deuce. Well, I don't. Again, I don't know what to say about it. I'm sorry we had to talk about it because it was a moment that happened on the show. So uh, that's all I'm going to say about Sierra's dump. Now let's move on. Uh, to, oh, Danielle and Robert. Now, I love these two together. I think they're fantastic. Danielle, who's never been on Watch What Happens Live, have you seen this? I think it's Queens of Bravo on Twitter has started this campaign to get Danielle on Watch What Happens Live because she's never been. And I want it too. And this past week on finale night, they had Kyle, Lindsay, and Sierra, and Andy said they invited Danielle on to Watch What Happens Live, and she turned it down. She turned down, and then Lindsay sort of alluded to the fact that she was maybe hungover or something. Ah, you guys, that made me love Danielle even more. I mean, to turn down her first appearance on Watch What Happens Live, she said, she told Andy she was busy, but then Lindsay sort of said, like, maybe she was hungover. I couldn't believe that she turned down our Andy Cohen for an appearance on Watch What Happens Live. And the fans all wanted it, which just makes me want it even more even more. So I hope during the reunion time we get Danielle on Watch What Happens Live. I want to see it. But I'm rooting for her and Robert. I love those two kids. How about a word from our sponsors? Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Everything Iconic. You know who I'm not rooting for? Uh, Stravi and Lindsay. Those two hate each other. (laughs) They do not care for each other, you guys. They're not made for each other. They're made to hate each other. And they got into another fight. We're at the end of the road here. Boys to men, end of the road with those two and this whole season. And yet they still got in a fight the last night. Lindsay got too drunk. She sits down with Danielle. And Danielle, ever the voice of reason, uh, tells Lindsay to her face that she's the problem. And you know what? She needed to hear that. Lindsay needed to hear that because she is the problem for taking this man back. She obviously hates him with every ounce of her being. I don't believe she even likes him in the slightest. I'm sorry. You can all uh, think something else, but I don't believe it. Uh, So she hates this man, and yet she keeps taking him back. They keep packing their bags every episode, I feel like. they're Steven's packing his bags, and Danielle had to hide the bags. Uh, But she's always packing. She's packing, he's packing. They're all threatening to leave, which at that point, you guys, it's too much. You can just go. Just get out. That's what I would say to Steven or Stravi or whatever the fuck we're calling him. I know, what are we calling him these days? They don't even know on the show what we're calling him. They put both names up. But can we settle on one, Bravo? Can we settle on one fucking name? I mean, I'm sorry to get aggressive here, but it just seems to me like we could just put one name on the screen. When we have, we don't need Steven, Stravi, Steven, Stravi. Pick one. Anyone. It's the same thing as uh, when they show their job titles which I don't really need their job titles anymore. We've been with these people for five years. I get it. <laughs> I get what their jobs are. Luke's a hockey coach and jewelry designer. When's the last time he coached hockey? Let me ask you that. Bravo. Okay. I coached, I coached kindergarten soccer when I was in uh, high school and college. I coached little kids doing kindergarten soccer. And I don't tell people my job is kindergarten soccer coach, you know, 10 years later. So maybe it's time we retire that. Uh, Luke is a hockey coach. And I don't really believe that he uh, identifies as a jewelry designer. I know we're in 2021 and we all decide how we identify, but I don't think that Luke identifies as a jewelry designer. I mean, sure, he welds some metal. You guys, Luke, all season on, when I see him at that table, I know we talked about it before, but when I see him at that wooden ta- wooden table he built, he's always building a fucking fire, too. He really does think he's like, I don't know, Johnny Appleseed or something. He's always trying to do something and uh, so he does make some, he, you know, morphs some metals into rings, I guess. But I don't know, does he sell a lot of jewelry? I mean, I, he makes more money from this television show than from his jewelry designs, I believe. I'm sure his 
paycheck from Bravo is more than jewelry designers, so can't we just write like Summer House cast member under Luke? Or at the very least, just pick one of the hockey coach or jewelry designer. It's We're just throwing things up there, and maybe we just need to settle on something. Uh, but I, I've come around on Luke. I hated him at the beginning of the season, and now I love him. love that man. I do. Uh, what else did we get? Oh, Amanda and Kyle's wedding. Now, here's what I want to talk about with this wedding. It looked beautiful. They did like a, what do they call it? An awning? or That's not the right word, but you know what I'm saying. They did like this gorgeous look for the wedding. It looked like they could have a real wedding. There are tea lights everywhere, the candles. And the thing that I love about Summer House is that they really go hard on a theme. And it feels to me like that's representative of them working hard for this program. Do you see what I'm saying? They order a ton of shit from Amazon, and they work to make the sets look good. They've been stuck in this one house the whole fucking season. And yet, every episode, we're getting a new theme, whether it be an 80s theme. or Remember, they did that bar crawl. Now they did the wedding, and everything looks gorgeous. Everything is looks high-end. I don't know the budget that Bravo gives them to buy that shit. But whatever it is, I appreciate that they work hard to give us gorgeous sets, gorgeous cinematography, if you will. I mean, they're doing their own set design on this show. And so my worry is that going forward, the show's at this boiling point. You know, it's in the cultural zeitgeist right now. And I don't want them to get too big for their britches and not put that amount of effort into the show for next season. Do you see what I'm saying? I need them to continue putting this amount of effort in. Because it shows me that they care about making a good show. And I think this season, they really went into it and were like, we're either going to fail this season and get canceled, or we got to bring it. And I think they brought it. I think they brought it. Uh, So I hope they continue to do so. Next season, I'm a little worried about, what do we do? Do you know what I mean? What do we do? Do we put them in the house and quarantine them the same way we did this season? That's what I want. I'm not ready to go back to the other form of this show. Remember where they come in for the weekend and it's sort of awkward because you miss things that happen during the week. I don't want that, ladies and gentlemen. I want them to move into the house again and live there and get filmed every second. That's what I need in my bones. And I know that must be hard production-wise, but if the real world can do it, we can do it here on Summer House. I don't want them just coming in for the weekend. So, I look, I, the show's peaking a little bit. I hope we continue to rise, but we'll have TBD. TBD. The Kyle and Amanda wedding, though, was very beautiful. And I got emotional. A couple parts I got emotional was when Carl and Kyle were talking about uh, Carl being Kyle's co-best man. That was beautiful. I love to see those two crazy kids. Um, You know, they have each other's back. And I like that. Now, I do also like Paige and Amanda when they were talking about being bridesmaids at a very high pitched squeal that mostly only dogs can hear. I mean, did you catch that? I hope you all escorted the dogs out of the room when you played that scene because it was just Paige and Sierra being I just love you so much. I mean, I had to like put the subtitles on because I was like, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. The highest pitch of voice. It was like they both snorted helium beforehand. I mean, talk about drugs in the house. I think that's the drug in the house this time is a air balloon that they suck the helium out of because their voices were so fucking high. And they're already high already. It's not like Paige and Amanda have low baritones. <laughs> not like they're Countess Luann. I mean, it's seriously like they're already high pitched. And... <laughs> 
giggly. I'm giggly. Uh, so I love that scene, though. It was beautiful. And it's interesting to me, this dynamic of Paige and Amanda being best friends. But then Paige is best friends with Hannah and now also Amanda. And they all hate each other, you guys. I need to see it play out. And I wonder next season, if the cast is the same, what happens to Paige? What I, I want to know. Does she stick by Hannah's side? Do they all make up? Does she decide to go to the other side? TBD. Now, I want to talk about a couple things that were shown to us in the trailer that never actually happened. Now, I do think the Luke and Lindsay stuff, they did bamboozle us into thinking there was more to it than what actually happened. You know, we learned that it was just a psychic that DM'd someone on Instagram and told him Luke and Lindsay fucked, but that didn't even happen. So, we were bamboozled. But we were also fooled by Sierra and Carl, which was a non-event, and Carl and Paige. There was one moment a couple of episodes ago where Paige was in the hot tub and she's like, should I fuck Carl? And then she didn't end up fucking Carl. But it was a non-event and they were showing us in the trailer both of those couples. And Carl, good for him. He was focusing on himself. I love Carl this season. And I was worried there was that one moment where he was fighting with Luke this season where I was worried I was going to turn on Carl again. Because in past seasons, I've really hated Carl. But we know now he was going through a lot of stuff emotionally, mentally. And so when he started to turn on that Luke episode, I was concerned. But luckily, Carl turned it around, and he seemed like such a lovely person. No one's grown more in the house than Carl. And I love that we're seeing that, and I hope it continues on, because this is a beautiful version of Carl. He's so hot. When he's making that bed, you guys, I'm wet every time he's making that bed. (laughs) Excuse my language. But when I see him just folding the covers and the comforter over uh, into a neatly pattern on the bed, you guys, it's just like, I'm horny. I mean, it's just beautiful. That's the horniest I am when I watch this show. I don't care about the shirtless shots. You know, they posted a photo online where it was just, they were all naked um, at the end of the finale. And someone posted it on Instagram, just showing their butt cracks. Just all of them with their ass cracks up. All great ass cracks too, by the way, all flawless ass crack work. But uh, when I, that's not nothing compared to when I see Carl making his bed. You guys, it's just my, uh, everything's, I'm ready to have children. (laughs) My eggs are throbbing at that moment. Excuse me, that was a gross thing to say. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, but I love when Carl makes the bed. Um, But I, you know, I hope next season, well, oh, one more thing about the Winter House. Not even next season, we're getting a show called Winter House. Now, they showed us a little 10-second teaser at the end of the episode. And what we see is the cast member in these Viking helmets. We have Carl, we have Lindsay, we have Kyle, Amanda, Sierra, Craig, Austin. Austin, you guys. Austin, we got Austin. Ugh. Let me just tell you how I feel about getting Austin on a second show on a network. <sighs> That's how I feel about that. Austin's going to be on two TV shows. Two. Two. He's going to be on two TV shows on television. Austin's going to star in two TV shows. How did we get here? How did we get here? Bravo. And guess what? Danielle's not in Winter House. No Danielle. And yet we're getting, they're replacing Danielle with Austin. Can you believe? Oh my God. Bravo executives. Are you out there? What is going on? I'm not happy about it. I'm not. I'm sorry. I know there's some of you are out there. Austin fans. But we did see the footage of him cheating on Madison. Madison, Madison, Madison. And now we're going to have to see him again on Winter House. I feel like I've talked about this before. I know I've talked about it before, but you guys, I can't handle it. It's like no one's listening. No one's listening to the viewers. 
I don't know, over at Bravo, those executives. You know, we're trying to tell them what we want, and then they give us Austin. We try to be honest with them. I take to the microphone twice a week to try to speak up on behalf of the people. Now, I'm not always right, and maybe I get some things wrong, and maybe you guys feel differently than me, but... I feel like they're not even listening, those execs over there. But anyway, they showed this 10, they're doing tug of war. And Bravo's been doing this a lot with these 10 second teaser trailers where we got one with Potomac. It was really good. And now this one, they're just doing the tug of war in the snow. And I'm excited. We also have new people in the Winter House cast, which it's like, so we have all of those people. There's no Hannah's not in the Winter House, but we do have all of those new people. And I'm excited to meet some new people because guess what? Bravo might decide with Summerhouse next season to if if Hannah's not working out with the group, then maybe they bring in one of these other new people that were meeting on the Winter House, and maybe they'll be a better fit. I bet you they some of those new people. I bet you they either join Southern Charm or they join the Winter House. Maybe they're trying them out. It's like a test theory. But we didn't really see much about what happens in Winter House. Uh, TBD. Uh, but speaking of Winter House, we also have Housewives All-Stars to look forward to. Now, this is a rumored cast that's been released on Twitter. There's been people who have been saying, this is the rumored cast, so don't take this as fact. Bravo has not confirmed or denied this. But allegedly, uh, people are saying online that the cast for the Bravo Housewives All-Stars is going to be Luann and Ramona from The Real Houses of New York, uh, Teresa and Melissa from The Real Houses of New Jersey, uh, Atlanta, we have Cynthia Bailey and Kenya Moore, and then we have Kyle Richards Solo representing Beverly Hills Housewives. Now, this is an interesting cast to me. I think it's going to be good because, to be honest, all I'm interested in my entire life, like the only thing I could think about from this point forward is Ramona and Luann and Kenya together. Like just I, I, to see Kenya interacting with Ramona for just 10 seconds. I don't even care if there's a big drama or anything. I just want to see Kenya and Ramona in a room together or at a lunch or something. You guys, it excites me so much. And look, they couldn't bring every Housewife franchise in because some of them are still filming. So we couldn't get anyone from Potomac. We couldn't get anyone from Salt Lake City because they're currently filming and they're allegedly filming the Housewives All-Stars now-ish. So I understand that we couldn't have those franchises. I get it. That's upsetting. And in terms of Dallas, it's a flop show. So of course, if it's Housewives All-Stars, then there's no one available from Dallas that (laughs) executives like, we're not interested. (laughs) I just imagine. Could you imagine like the Dallas cast? They're on like a text chain together. (laughs) I'm just picturing like, you know, Brandy texting like, oh, I hear they're doing All-Stars. Have they... Have they asked any of us yet? You know, they're all trying to text back and forth, like, who are they getting from our franchise? And then they they hear about the cast, and it's like, oh, nobody. You guys are flops. <laughs> they're all probably so pissed. Cameron, Stephanie, Andra, they're all probably so pissed they didn't choose anyone. No one from Dallas. Not No one, no ex-housewife, no current housewives from Dallas. They're not even filming, you guys. But they were like, uh-uh, we're not interested. Hard pass. Anyway. <laughs> Um, and Orange County too, you know, Andy has said on Watch What Happens Live, they're on sort of a pause for for the Orange County cast. And so I think it's best. I would have liked it if they brought in, uh, you know, someone messy from Orange County, even their past. It doesn't have to be a current cast member, but it would have been fun to throw Lynn Curtin in. You know, that's my dream of dreams is that they have Lynn Curtin show up on the island and talk about her cuff line. Because here's what I was, I, I was thinking in terms of Housewives All-Stars throwing in a rando that isn't a current housewife, I feel like they would really bring their A-game because 
they would be trying to get their spot back on their franchise that they were on. So could you imagine Sheree or Lynn Curtin or Alexis Bellino or Kim Richard or any of these people that have been fired from the show or let go of the show? They would be working so hard to get their spot back on the Housewives All-Stars that it would be hilarious. Lynn Curtin would really bring her A-game. So I wish they would, but maybe they will. You know, maybe people are saying, what if somebody shows up you know, the real amazing thing would be if Jill Zarin showed up like Scary Island and just, hi, you know, that's what we want. And we might get that, you know, Bravo. They listen to us sometimes. They might not listen to us when it comes to Austin from Southern Charm. Madison, Madison. But maybe they'll listen to us when it comes to bringing in someone, flying in Jill Zarin at the last minute. We'll see. It's also interesting to me that there's only allegedly one Beverly Hills cast member. You know, maybe they were expensive or, you know, Erica Jane's busy with their legal troubles. So I'm sure she couldn't do it. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You guys, that's uh, that's the episode. I do want to mention a couple things. I have a bonus episode coming this week with Kelly Osborne. She's got a new podcast with Jeff Beecher, and it's very interesting chat, you guys. I, I hope you'll check it out because we talk about some of the iconic moments in terms of like the Osbournes and MTV. Specifically, we talk about that shady moment with Christina Aguilera from the Osbournes back in the day where Kelly makes fun of the Christmas album. We talk about that. We talk about the photos of her and Avril Lavigne on the red carpet where they're like flicking off the camera and they're young. But then we also get into a little bit of the, she had this view uh, scandals sort of happen years ago. And then, you know, her mom was on the talk and there's some stuff going on. So it's it's a very interesting chat that I hope you guys will listen to. And she and this guy, Jeff Beecher, who's hugely successful in his own right, they have a new podcast coming. So uh, I hope you guys will check out that interview because I really think it's a good one, you guys. I think it's a good one. I think you like it. Um, but I'm biased. Anyway, uh, I love you all so much for listening. I hope... Uh, 
we'll, we'll dip into the Atlanta reunion at some point. But I wanted to focus on Summer House. And you know, I don't really recap the reunions. I know that might be upsetting to some people. Sometimes we dip in a little bit. But the reunions are hard to recap. And I've explained this before, but let me just hop in a little bit. The reunions, because we're not really moving anywhere, it's just everyone on one couch. And it's just basically Andy being like, so you said this. And then they respond to it. It's they're a little difficult to recap. You guys, they're just a little bit difficult to recap. So they're not. it's not even fun. I'd much rather do a trailer because a trailer, we get a hundred shots. Those are my favorite thing to recap. You guys, I love it. Uh, but we get a hundred shots and then we get to talk about what's going on in those shots. The reunion trailer, it's like you talk about the outfits and then uh, I don't know. It's, it, it's kind of boring. So anyway, uh, I do want to leave you guys with one of our meditation cards. Again, people keep asking about where these are from. They're created by someone named Teresha Clark and they're called I am everything affirmation card deck. So this is an affirmation to tell yourself. As you cool down and go about the rest of your week, something to remind yourself. I'm getting my NPR voice now. Let's do this. (laughs) I am open. Vulnerability is my strength, not my weakness. My openness attracts those who are beneficial to my highest good. When I lean into my feelings, I am honoring my truth. When I communicate my feelings in a loving way, I am speaking my truth. I am open. I love you all. Find Everything Iconic merch at everythingiconic.store. Uh, you could find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm realizing now I should have done the meditation card bef- or after I did all this promo stuff. Um, but it's too late now. So I hope you also uh, find me on Patreon, patreon.com slash everythingiconic. And if you go there and donate $4 more per month, you get access to the bonus episodes. I'm doing one a month, and I'm recapping Sex in the City from the beginning. Uh, I love you all so much for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay loved. Love you. I want to thank you all for listening to Everything Iconic. It is hosted by Acast and produced by me, Danny Pellegrino. You can listen to new episodes and subscribe at acast.com slash everything iconic. That's acast, A-C-A-S-T dot com slash everything iconic or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.